I think people can read that into the character when they're watching. And the uh, words are yeah. important, of course. Yeah, well, I think it's uh, important not to overact. I, I, I agree with that. I think that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, me too. I yeah. would want to overact. <laughs> it was wonderful because there was so much beneath the surface that you could yeah. tell when you were watching it. And the script really called for that because the character of Sid, he says so little. I mean, I think in the entire film he says less than 250 words. And so all the acting had to be through the look and through the gesture and the actions. And yeah. I think when you're watching Paul play Sid, you you get the sense that it's in, intense and that you know he's just looking at this guy like he's a corpse yeah. already. Yeah. And it's yeah. unnerving, and I wanted that. Yeah. 
And, and uh, of course, he never really answers. Uh, uh, what was the name of the other character? Lenny. 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 Okay, he never really allows Lenny to feel too comfortable. Yeah. You know, he always kind of puts him off a little bit. And everything he says is he's just not answering questions directly, and yeah. he's sort of making these little jokes to himself that Lenny's not getting and <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah. there's a lot in what he says like you can tell he's being very clever but Lenny's not picking up on it yeah well like that one joke oh yeah uh, this other guy was leaving town so to speak that was a euphemism right. for he was dead and stuffed in the roof oh never mind <laughs> I don't want to give away the ending to the film uh, yeah uh, there were one euphemisms like very clever how you played it, Paul. Good job on that. Thank now, you. Uh, Lenny, uh, who plays the part of Lenny? Ron Morgan. Ron Morgan. Yeah. Well, he did a very good job of, of being Lenny. He, yeah. He he looked uh, uh, he looked uncomfortable, and uh, it really came across. <laughs> yeah. So, now, now, I noticed that you had two people doing the casting for this film. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like one actor per <laughs> casting uh, person. Yeah. But it's not really a, you know, a volume job. I mean, it's a matter of seeing people, and I had the ultimate decision, but I wanted to check in with Anthony to make sure, you know, that I wasn't missing something, and that my impressions of, of the actors w was, was on to somebody else, who, so um, that it wasn't so biased, I guess. How many people did you go through? Um, at least 50 people. 50? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. a... That's about 25 per part though <laughs> that's a lot of people to, to yeah and everybody read for both so uh -huh. so basically I mean I had a wide range of people I could choose from but I knew Paul got Sid right away yeah. um, he did it exactly how I, I pictured it in my mind and Lenny yeah. was very hard to cast Lenny was the last person to cast and almost the last person I saw and oh, I, would, yeah. I wouldn't have okay. done it if I couldn't get the right people you yeah. know because I wanted it because the whole film is a conversation, I wanted the audience to feel that they were part of a real conversation. Yeah. And they couldn't just be, okay, here's two people reading lines. Because, you know, yeah. you have to be in that tension. There's nothing else to keep keep your attention except the drama. I hear you. I hear you. Of course, you know, I... Paul, do you think you could have handled the role of Lenny if... Uh, uh, they, they gave you the well, role? I, I do a good Ron Morgan, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I tend to stay away from that. I mean, that's a Joe Pesky sort yeah. of role, you know. Yeah. And Lenny, I think he did it. He was perfect. I know. Him. Certain people are, are perfect for certain roles, and you've got this, this Sid kind of uh, feel to you. I mean, when I saw you as Sid, it's a, yeah, you, I, I was sold. Uh, you sold me on it. I love Ron. I mean, some of his lines are just classic. His, um, what was it? No, I know, I know you don't like me, but I know you love me. <laughs> so show me some love. <laughs> he really cracked me up. And that really was did. all improvised. Like, that was yeah. Ron improvising those lines. That wasn't written in there. I think what I had written into the script was, come on, you got to help me out. And then I said, improvise. And he improvised, like, oh, he two paragraphs worth of, yeah. you know, what to say yeah. if you want this guy to help you out. And so he was just like, you got to do this. Oh, you know. Oh, we, yeah. yeah, well, you know, I'm a great believer in allowing actors to, to mess with the script a little bit, to put a little bit of their, themselves into the, to mm -hmm. the role. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, well, now here's another question. Now, how did you maintain control of the the uh, movie set? Did you did you have times where you felt like you had to crack the whip to, to keep your actors and uh, and and crew in line? Well, in all seriousness, we shot it in one day, and we knew we only had one day, so pretty much everyone just did what they had to do, and there wasn't time to goof off because we had way too much to shoot, and so you know we just did what needed to be done, and everybody was very passionate about this project. Everybody saw how much work had been put into the set and what the idea was. And I think they respected that and I think that they wanted to get it done um, and make it happen. So okay. it was quite different from a lot of other film sets I've been on where people aren't really that, I don't know, personally committed to the story. They're just kind of yeah. there, you know, because their friend asked them to do a favor and they yeah. worked on their movie. So they're doing it. Everybody wanted to do the project and I was very touched by that. So this is your first movie, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it's wow. my first film. Wow, did uh, 
so you never did uh, any kind of film work in high school or anything like well, that? Well, in or? high school is where I started learning. Um, I took video production ah, for two okay. years, uh, two hours a day. And But see, in high school, we didn't learn anything. Because what they did is they gave us a bunch of equipment, which, you know, I'm dating myself. <laughs> but they gave us, like, SVHS tapes, which we thought were awesome. And, yeah. you know, we, they gave us, like, a studio. But they didn't show us what film was about or how to make it or what we were really supposed to do. Yeah. So we had the means to capture images, but we knew nothing about story or acting or yeah. editing or any of that process or post. So we just ran around with video cameras and like shot skateboarders or you know toilets flushing or you know something <laughs> stupid, and then and then played around with crazy effects and toaster and said, oh look, falling cows wipe. You know, I mean it was yeah. just a complete joke pretty much the whole two years. Yeah. And it wasn't until I was much older that I started appreciating film as an art form as opposed to popcorn movies, which I always saw when I was a teenager with my dad. You know, I went to see, like, James Bond and Mission Impossible, and I never thought of a film as art. I thought of it as something that you went to just enjoy yourself and eat a bunch of candy. (laughs) (laughs) Did you Have you written any other scripts, or do you have any other... uh... Yeah, I have written a few other shorts, and I'm working on the feature based on the world of spider so oh really yes okay. so in other words you're uh you're, you're uh going to expand we're going to get a chance to meet spider himself yeah right? it's i i guess it is an expansion but all of the backstory was there when i created the short uh-huh. so there were so many other characters that i wanted to bring bring in and let people see because it was already in my imagination. Are, so. you, are we going to get another chance to see Lenny again? Or I would it... love that if it were possible. Because um, Ron gets all over the country. I mean, he's been to Florida, he's been to California, he's been in New York since we shot. So if uh-huh. he's back up in, this, in Seattle area for long enough, it would be really great. He's on the run. <laughs> he's on the he's run. On the <laughs> <laughs> he can't run away forever. Yeah, uh, I know. Well, that's uh, really great. I mean, uh, you hit a home run right out, right on the first uh, bat here. You know? <laughs> Good, congratulations! So, uh, there's a lot of people who make their first movie and it doesn't come off looking nearly this good. Uh, you, you should be very proud of yourself. Thank you. And uh, be careful because the next dog uh, is just might come your way someday. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, just do your best to to, to uh, take advice from other people. It sounds like you did. It sounds like you took a lot of people's advice. Yeah, there was a lot of um, people who helped, and there was a lot that, I mean, I think I have a, a pretty good sense of comparison when looking at other work and saying, I should be up here, and I'm not, so I'm going to do what it takes to get up there. Yeah. You know, so I kept refining things as much as I could in post-production, and I've learned so much in the year and a half since we shot the movie in December of 2008 that I'm really looking forward to, you know, doing the next one because I won't have to understand how a film is even put together. I mean, the extent of my ignorance is pretty shocking when we made this movie. I didn't know how to put a camera on a tripod. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't didn't understand anything, you know. Um, And now, you know, from coming from nothing, I've come a, a really long way. Yeah. So you do know how to work a tripod. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, no. But I know other things. Remember depth of field? And the effect? More light, shallower depth of field. Yeah. Less light, deeper we had a, we depth. Had a pretty good discussion with some of the, um, the when we were casting for staff. That took forever. For, um, Nobody could agree yeah. on what would happen yeah. in depth of field. Yeah. It was, it was getting pretty uh, heated. <laughs> Well, it, that's the other thing about learning how to make a movie is that you go to people for advice on how something should be done and you don't know if what they're telling you is right and they could believe it yeah. and that could be the way they do it maybe but that doesn't necessarily mean it's how you want it or what's really the standard. Or the best idea. Yeah, yeah. and well, that's happened a few times, you know, where I've had to really override somebody who had more experience. When you're a director, you have to make those decisions. And that's something that um, is learning process as well. You know, to be a, a complete novice at it and to be in charge of something, it's very difficult because, yeah. you know, where do you get your power from? Well, I came up with a story, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's power enough. Yeah. That's, uh, you've got a, a lot of, a lot of, you contribute a lot to the movie. Yeah. Now, Paul, if I may ask you some questions now. Yes, uh, you may. You may. I, I, I 
take it that this isn't your first movie that, that no, you made. No, it is not. Okay. <clears throat> uh, how many movies have you been in? Uh, well, it's funny that I I wondered that before I left home. I looked at the stack because most of my movies are in an, at Aria's place in edit at the moment because she's putting a reel together for me. Yes, free of charge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, I don't know, 40, I suppose. Wow. Give or t- yeah, give or take a few. Wow, that's a lot of movies. That's a lot of material. What's what's your what was the favorite movie you were ever in? Um, well, actually, I like Spider because it's a good film. I mean, it's a good actor's film. But I think my favorite role was Kale in uh, Warrior's End, which was a medieval fantasy. Yeah, that's uh, um, mainly because the work was different. The work was deeper. Yeah. Uh, and 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 Sid is Sid is Sid. You know, he's yeah. like. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Um, and it's quite obvious all the way through. But but I think the role of Kale was um, it, it it was a very it was an experience to actually be that character. It, it took a lot of work. Did you have the suit of armor and all that sort of stuff? Uh, no, we kind of walked around in like capes. It was actually if you look <laughs> at it, it, it's a bit like um, you know Gollum and and some of the fantasies, Lord of the Rings. It, it's oh, that yeah? sort of it's that oh, sort of cool. look. Yeah, interesting, interesting. That was the, the, the costuming. Where would I, I get this movie? Is it going to like rent it from Netflix or something? Um, I think Bjorn Anderson, the director, is, is selling it from his site, which is Warriors End. Okay. Um, dot com or something like that. Oh, I can just like go to his website. And, yeah. And viewable there? Wow, that'd be great. I yeah. Might, I might want to do that. Um, so that's uh, how do you get? What's the name of the website? Uh, that that one is Warriors End. Warriors Warrior. Warriors. Warrior with an R. <laughs> Warriors End. End. E-N-D. Okay. <laughs> Dot com. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's that, I think that'll get it. Yeah. That's that's good. So what, what what did you do to prepare yourself for the Sid role? I mean, besides uh, what you said earlier. Um Well I did the I did the Morgan Freeman thing, um, which is to learn the lines mm-hmm. yeah. and turn up. I mean the the, the, the lines actually make the character yeah that's i always believe that that the writer wrote it that way if they've got some experience for a reason um although it didn't all end up being in in spider um it ended up following the script yeah uh even though there's a lot of improv in it did did aria do something like say now i i want you to say the lines differently this time or Oh no! Put no, because oh, no. you, just... you don't direct Paul. He directs no. you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> directors don't do that. <laughs> no. Yeah, actually, good directors. Actually, I've had directors say, "I'm sorry." <laughs> I've had directors say, "Okay, uh, now, now, I want you to uh, to be gay and have him as your target. Oh. You want to seduce this guy, Yikes. and and that works." But, but yeah, you know, like the, well, you it don't want it to work too well. No, your work comes from a different place. I mean, if you're playing the macho guy, you're playing yeah. the macho guy, and, or the gangster. But I've I've actually had people ask me to okay come from a different place. Yeah, yeah. that's legitimate. Yeah, uh, but not not I want you to say it a different way. Yeah, um, yeah, that, you know, there's a fine line with actors as to what you can say to them. Yeah. If they're good at what they're doing. Yeah. The thing is, directing a line is pretty much pointless. You're supposed to be directing the character and yeah. within the vision of the film. And so, yeah. if you're talking about where the motivation's coming from or what the character's intent is, you can say that. You know, you can say, well, actually, right here, he's really bitter about this. And then that will change the way they say the line. But you don't just say, well, I want you to say that line faster and louder. You know, I mean, because then you're going to get nothing. Yeah. And, um, Especially for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't have to direct Paul because he pretty much did it spot on. There's only a, a few things that I remember even saying to him during filming. Um, yeah. And I had my hands full with Ron. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's interesting. That's really yeah, interesting. well, because Ron's character was, um, I guess in a way, a lot more complicated. And he had a lot yeah. more emotions to go through. Yeah. And so we tr- we played around a lot with Lenny and what he would say and how far to take it. And Ron hadn't acted in films before, so I think it was helpful for him to get that feedback of, you know, how am I coming across? Uh, Should I? What was his experience? 
of? Um, he had done, I think, some like extras work in LA. Oh, okay. You know, like nothing really film related. He was just getting started. Oh, so he was kind of a natural for the role of Lenny. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think that actors bring themselves to the part, and if they don't have it in themselves, then they can't put it into a character. Well, I, since that's why we do casting. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, you bring certain aspects of yourself, and then you can uh, warp them to, to a character. Because if you have, if you have a, a presence, and if you have a strength, then you can be either you know, a strong detective or you can be a strong killer, but you're going to be a strong something because you're a strong person. Yeah. And so Paul brought that to Sid. And then um, Ron is very charismatic and he thinks really fast and he talks really fast and he's very good at getting what he wants from people and he's um, worked all his life as a car salesman. So, I mean, I think he brought that to his part is he's thinking, well, how do I like sell him this car of (laughs) I want to live, you know? (laughs) And yeah. you take those things out of your life and you bring it to the part. <laughs> I yeah. just realized if I wanted to play Ron, I'd have to go on antidepressants or something. <laughs> <laughs> Should try them anyway. <laughs> Let's take a look at that trailer. Let's just see how Ron looks up there on the silver screen. Yeah, let's see it. Look, you gotta help me disappear. Lenny. Did you ever see a fly get out of a spider web? You could do it. Yeah. I'm friends with the boys in blue. Hey, since when did you smoke? Those things will kill you. Okay, uh, that was really kind of spooky. Yeah. Enjoyable. Film. Um, I was glad I had a chance to see the whole thing on, uh, on I believe it was Thursday. Yeah. And, uh, it's uh, too bad we couldn't uh, get the Q and A questions after the movie up here. That, that was uh, really interesting. Uh, and maybe some other time if we're if we're interviewing maybe on the next project or something because it was a really fun Q and A and I'm glad that you came. Um, oh yeah. And then on Sunday we had actually a packed theater at the Jewel Box and so the Q and A there was really fun as well. Oh, boy. Now, what was the toughest question you had? Oh, let me think. Um, There was a a journalist who wrote uh, a magazine, an online magazine article about me who asked me, what was it that he asked me that I thought was kind of strange, like, Oh no, not him. What's your phone number? <laughs> What's your phone number? <laughs> no, he did. He did make some inappropriate comments about my profession. Um, <laughs> no, there was uh, there was a friend of a friend who is, I guess, an aspiring director, and we were talking about acting because I was running an improv group, um, uh-huh. and I was over there for that. And I was talking about these characters and writing them and getting into their heads, and he kind of looked at me funny, and he said, "Why? What kind of a mind gets into?" the character that's a murderer or you know a, a rapist or something why would you ever want to do that why would you ever play a villain as an actor and why would you enjoy that that's kind of twisted and because it's fun <laughs> <laughs> and, oh. and it was a very sort of attacking question upon you know me yeah, and my well, experience acting and writing gotta be the bad guy yeah obviously. but my response to that was if you're a healthy person. That's the kind of person who wouldn't be afraid to go into the shadows. That, amen. That's right. If you're a healthy person, you won't be afraid to commit. Murder. Yeah. Well. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, to, to, to act, the, to play the part. <laughs> I got a theory on that, actually. I think um, it's all the gray skies uh-huh. around here. Um, okay, uh, please go, <laughs> tell us, Paul. I'm all, I'm all ears. I, I think, you know, I was reading something on, on Facebook yesterday, and it, it was about actors and, and how we handle rejection and how we just go through life creating things at the cost, at our own personal cost. Sliding um, down the razor blade of life. Yeah, but I personally think that... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Beautiful. My, oh, my... Oh. Which way? Um, I am glad I am a robot. Razor <laughs> blades do not affect me. <laughs> the, 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 the healthy person knows all the components that make them and they don't deny the fact that they have a dark side. They have a they have an obligation to control it and to improve the good side. But everyone's got a dark side, whether they like it or not. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's that. Anyone who who can put down a person because they play a rapist or a murderer is not honest with themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, that's what I learned in theater in high school, and it was an amazing experience for me as a person to do acting and to find parts of myself that I didn't know existed and in the freedom of being able to act to be sadistic towards another character and think why am I actually enjoying this when I'm in the part and then I guess that kind of led to my interest in psychology later on because I'm working on my bachelor's in psychology and I think that people are complicated and three-dimensional and there's no point in repressing something. You, the more you acknowledge it and choose to control it, you know, but consciously, that's what's healthy. But saying, that's bad, that's wrong. I'm, I would never do that. Well, you don't know what you would do in a certain circumstance. It depends on the situation. Yeah. That's right. I mean, uh, well, I've... Uh, well, I've never committed murder myself, <laughs> uh, but uh, I've try. thought about it a few times. But it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I. This is the first time yeah. for everything. I think I think there's always that something that catches you. It says, "Okay, I don't really want to go to the pen," or yeah. No, I really don't want to kill him. I'm just really angry. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You have those dreams. Have you had those dreams where yeah. you're like you've committed a crime and you're done and you and you know you're going to jail, and then you wake up and you go, "Oh, boy, Thank I'm glad, God. <laughs> glad I didn't do that." <laughs> yeah, well, well, I mean, I've never really wanted to kill anyone. But now, rough them up a little bit. Sure. <laughs> sure, who wouldn't want to do that sometimes? Have, have, have you ever wanted to hit somebody? Have I ever wanted to yeah, hit you somebody? Have I have hit people. I've taken martial arts. Wow. So. Right. <laughs> that was part of the gig. Well, <laughs> well I mean, like, have you ever gotten angry with somebody? Uh, well, I used to beat up on Anthony when we were younger. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. That's what problem. Now, Anthony, I haven't asked you any questions yet about the movie. Uh, what what uh, part did you play besides assistant director? Did you, did you do any other specific roles besides oh, that? I wasn't actually yelling at anyone as an assistant director. I was more of a production assistant, getting okay. everyone coffee, setting up <laughs> yeah. the set, uh, some set photography, sleeping because we were up all night. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. Tech support. You tech support. Tech support. Um, did, did you... And it helps with casting. Like, yeah, awesome. casting, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, Twitch... Who did you uh, find for the, the movie? Which which of the actors did you? Oh well, Arya did all the uh, searching for cast members, like potential oh, okay. cast members. But I was there in the casting room, and we both negotiated yeah. about them afterwards, deciding yeah. how, whether it was did, worth it. How or did not. you search for? What what the different venues did you go to search for people? Was it just the the call board, or did you go on a Craigslist, or or where did you go to look for? Well, I put um, ads in three different places, uh, Craigslist, the performer's call board that we have here in the Northwest, and then Denise Gibbs, who's a casting agent, uh, sent out a notice through her as well. And Lenny was the toughest, um, and Anthony helped me with that, because the, the last, I guess the last day that we had to cast for Lenny, and I was like, and Ron, bless him, he was just, you know, you could tell he was inexperienced, but he really had something that worked. Yeah. And so afterwards, and we had all these other great actors, you know, that wanted yeah. the part, that had been yeah. doing movies forever. And I looked at Anthony, and I'm like, I'm thinking about going with Ron. I really am. And he's just like, really? Because we've got, you know, we've got this guy, we've got that guy. This guy was really good. And I'm like, yeah, but he has something. Like, he yeah. really has a natural charisma. Yeah, I mentioned, like, 
being your whiniest self and still not getting the, the part, you know. That's <laughs> got to be kind of tough when you whine and then look as nervous as possible. And, 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 and but, if you, but if you're putting it on, then that just shows that you're not that kind of person. Because there are great actors who just simply are not um, that way. And when they're trying yeah. to act weasily, you can tell they're trying to act weasily. Yeah, it's... Um, as an actor, if you if you don't get cast, there's a reason for it. You know? yeah. um, and the, as an example, when you when you audition for Leverage down in Portland, you put Leverage or Leverage. <laughs> leverage. Um, le- I mean, I'm speaking American. Yeah. Um, I, I've I've been fortunate. I've I've auditioned a few times for Leverage. Never got anything. But I've been fortunate in that I've seen the part that I went for play a few months later. Uh-huh. And I look at the part and I think, well, there's no way in the world I could have played that part. Yeah. There's there's a certain thing an actor brings to a part, uh-huh. and they're looking for that. Yeah. Either whether it's weakness or something like Lenny, or or there were plenty of good guys, John Fantasia, J.P. Giuliano. They they would have all played Lenny entirely differently. Yeah. But but Ron just Ron was perfect. He nailed it. Yeah, he did. John Fantasia playing Lenny would be like me playing a sumo wrestler. <laughs> John's a very thorough. Uh, you, have, you have to put on a little weight. To, to yeah, play a I mean, sumo there's wrestler. just John's there's, method. Yeah, there's certain things that you're suited for and things that you're not. Uh, so. Yeah, let's face it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, there are certain roles I know I will never be able to play myself, like uh-huh. the hero of, of some movie. I don't think I'd ever. You wouldn't that. be like Bruce Willis in Die Hard. Uh-huh. I'm no, I'd so. be like the the whiny guy that uh, that. Uh, I see you as the like unsuspecting hero in the office. You know, like the terrorists come into the diehard building and they're taking it over, and Bruce Willis has got the machine guns. But you're there, you know, you're crawling behind the chairs and you're searching for the computer access code and you're typing right. in the disable the server to save the day. But no one thought you could do it. You Let's know, see if I can pull this off. Yippee yo yo, Kaye. Quick, I gotta get to the terminal building right now to find those uh, files so I can find out the information on the criminals and find out where they're going and what they're gonna do. That was good. Thank you. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I got the part. I will let you know. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a call. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, we'll be waiting on the phone. No, I, I want to play a hero like cop or something. Yeah, you want yeah. to be a good guy. Yeah, I play heroes, but Paul, you could be a, you could be a good you know, cop. Contemporary, yeah, that sort of thing. He's got to remember to grab people and throw them up against the wall. They I don't know. Sid starts <laughs> off as a fallen hero in a way, uh, because he's sort of the best of the bad guys. Oh. <laughs> you know, he's kind of towing this line of like, well, maybe we shouldn't go quite that far. If I could maneuver a little bit, then maybe this person could get away with living. You know, and that's how it starts in the very beginning. Uh, but it all goes downhill, uh, and he loses his soul completely, and it doesn't it doesn't turn out so well no. in the whole in the whole uh, world. We yeah. spoke. I spoke as I normally do, out of place. Um, that's okay on this show. And mm-hmm. I we we I watched last night. We were talking to um, Tim Berner and, and Steve at um, the Central Cinema. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we were talking about doing Spider the comedy. Oh, right. <laughs> because every, all the improv, every funny line in that film was bloody cut out because oh, it was okay. too funny. We didn't yeah. want, Ari didn't it want was. people to laugh. Yeah. But I t- there's, there's six hours of footage and there's only 15 minutes in that film. So we were, we, I said to Tim, there's gonna, more than six next hours. year we're going to do Spider the Comedy. And yeah. the eyes lit up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd love all, to see all it would be would be Lenny and Sid yakking. And instead of having be the drama of, you know, the last day of his life, it would be, you know, like poker night. And they'd be talking about hookers and, you know, like that <laughs> deal. that And then going gambling and Vegas and, you know. All yeah, this crazy stuff that they did. Good, there's some really good stuff in that yeah. thing. Um, <laughs> especially Lenny, Lenny or Ron. Ron, because he hadn't shot film before, he, he you're shooting reverses, and um, he would lean <laughs> into the camera and block my shot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. To the point where I said, you do that one more time, and I'm going to... 
kill you. Shoot you. You, don't, you don't block. I am going to kill you. It's going to be real life. But, but honestly, there's, there's some hilarious stuff in there. There is. I want to see it. Ron was incredibly good at improvising. Um, yeah. And it's a natural talent. I mean, he'd never done it before. He was just so quick-witted. Um, well, that love part, I really kind of thought that was written in there. I'm, I'm surprised. How do you write something like that? I mean, if you write it out, it sounds the mo- <laughs> like the most ridiculous thing yeah, that a gangster would never say. You know, yeah. I know you like you don't like me, but I know you love me, and I just need you to show me some love. And like, <laughs> no, that does not belong. He did it that but goofy he, way. Though, yeah, he did it. He did it in a way that it made it belong, and it kinda, made it seem like that guy would really say something that ridiculous. I know, and it kind of sounded like he was joking, though. It kind of yeah. sounded like it was, it was a, 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 just a joke, you know, kind of like that. Well, from, from Sid's perspective, seeing, I was there. Yeah. Was I there? <laughs> I was there. Sid was and, there. Uh, I don't know if you were he there. Would, it was kind of like he went into this little child thing. Yeah. It was like, I could use some more cash, <laughs> and, uh, and I'll be on a holiday. And it was really just endearing. He's a really me. endearing guy yeah. when he plays like that. Yeah. It's really sweet. Well, I, th- I thought it was really well what he did, and it's... Uh, too bad he's not here for me to interview. I'd like to ask right. him yeah. questions. Well, if he was, the whole interview would be him. Oh, yeah. Because he's... Yeah, he would. He'd lean into it. Actually, there's a really great line. Where oh, he says, he says, uh, he says, are you going to help me? And I, uh, this is taken out yeah. of the film. I mean, it's not in the film. I, I, I think I said, no, I'm just going to sit here and let you talk until you resolve it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's like... That's good. Don't, 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 don't. Yeah, because he'd just go on and on. I mean, it'd be his... First, we try, we did it by the script, like, a couple of times. Like, just run through it uh-huh. twice. And then I said, okay, this time you can improvise and just do what you want. Oh, and boy. And when he could do what he wanted, it just went on forever. You know? Sid didn't get a line. It was really funny. Um, Lovely. Yeah, and there's an outtake behind the scenes where where... Paul is talking about cigarettes and he's trying to get the continuity with the cigarettes and he's like, I'm trying to light a cigarette and I'm waiting for you to take a breath so that I can light the cigarette and you don't stop. It's just talk, 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 talk and I'm with my cigarette here. It was really funny. Well, one thing I will definitely say about the the Lenny character is that uh, he managed to infuse it with that that sense of uh, desperation. I mean, on the surface it's very talkative like a good used car salesman yeah but you could feel that desperation underneath he was really good at, at putting it in there putting that, mm. that yeah. that feeling of desperation and it, and like like you said when he goes to the little child that's, that's just him doing that that's what made him look even more desperate uh-huh. was when he yeah. went to the little child mode yeah i love the part when it when he actually stops you know he's been talking for like 10 minutes straight and then there's this pause and then he's finally quiet and he's just like I'll find a way out of this. I, I know you'll help me. I'll be okay. Yeah. And he slows down. And I, for me, that moment is what really catches you. And you just say, oh, boy, this is not not going good now. Because yeah. it's like he's given up. Even though he's saying he'll be okay, something has drastically changed. Um, and uh, the way that it was edited together, I had so much from Ron to take from. I tried to use every aspect of, you know, him trying to be manipulative, every emotion. So he got angry, he got pleading, he got childlike, he got, you know, cocky. The seven steps of uh, denial. Yeah, it was everything. He Uh, gave me everything. (laughs) But when he finally calms down and he's like, I'll be okay. And that's delusion, I think. I think he goes into delusion. Delusional state. And he's like, I'll be on a vacation. And you're thinking, no, you're not. Yeah. Wow, and I, I uh, it's definitely well acted. I was, uh, I was impressed by both you, uh, Paul and and, uh, and Lenny. What's the guy's name again? It's Ron. <laughs> Ron. It's Ron Morgan. Yeah. Ron Morgan. Yeah. Ron. Okay. Yeah. Well, Ron, dude, did a good job. Yay! Made for our actors. Yeah. Well, now we've uh, got some time left. Now, good. When you, ex- <laughs> what, what other characters do you? Uh, plan to expand it with if, if you do Spider. What's Spider going to be like? Well, uh, yeah, Spider's the first and most obvious character that um, would have to be shown in a feature film. Yeah. And what he's going to be like, well, he's going to be very mysterious um, so that you don't find out what he's really like until the end of the film. Okay. And that he's more the one pulling the strings, the voice on the phone, you know, that sort of thing. The shady... Yeah. 
wait. <laughs> it's gonna be the unsuspecting hero. Yeah. <laughs> go in the back room. We have a, we have a part for you, Greg. <laughs> what, be spider. Uh, I don't know if am I evil enough to be a spider? I don't know. I'm too nice a guy. It would be really actually I think you'd be great to be this kind of Kaiser Soze kind of thing. Yeah. Totally <laughs> unsuspecting. <laughs> yeah. You're like sitting in some like office being, you know, this accountant yeah. at his desk. Yeah. yeah. What? The me? counterpoint is good. The counterpoint of what you wouldn't expect. Me ordering the deaths of hundreds of people per year? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. I'm not a murderer. <laughs> I have other people for that job. For that yeah. Well, yeah. thank you. I thought, but uh, don't don't you think you should have like 25 people try out, try out for the, the part first before you... 25, yeah. Perhaps. Perhaps, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's very nice of you to consider me, but seriously speaking... <laughs> <laughs> now, now back to reality. Now, what other parts do you have that, that would, would, would be in the, um, that are well, part of the genre? The main... Oh, what was that? Was the last part? Yeah, what other people are going to be in the, the backdrop that... Uh, well, for the um, for the whole span, um, it's actually an idea that would be three films. I know it's ridiculously ambition, ambitious, but that's just how the story is in my head. So right. for the whole span, there's, there's Spider, um, there's um, an escort named Widow, who, oh. who is part oh, of it. Oh, I like yeah. her already. Yeah. yeah. She's a main character that really um, she, adds the heart to the story because she, she's sort of the helpless victim amongst all these people. Oh. What? Widow was actually in Spider, but it was all cut out. Yeah, References it was. References to Widow, who was my girlfriend. It was cut oh, at the cool. end because okay. people... Why? I forgot about that. Because... If people um, saw the short film, they wouldn't understand who she was. She was mentioned, you know, in a line, and uh-huh. the word widow, I mean, you don't know what the backstory is, that she's actually a woman and that she actually had a relationship with Sid. So, oh, so it was cut. She was my true okay. love. Okay, she? but she's also had a relationship with, with Spider, too. Yeah. And Lenny. No. <laughs> Not Lenny. <laughs> well, does she bite off the heads of uh, their consorts after she gets through with them? That's a praying mantis. Very, very careful there. <laughs> That's a praying mantis. <laughs> well, I'm not a black widow. I'm, true, I'm going to yeah. not explore the entire issue. I was thinking about this happens in nature. A black widow kills yeah. her boyfriend. She, she kills yeah. the mate. Yeah, yeah, the black widow spider. And there is part of the story that explains how she got the nickname. But it's yeah. not because Sounds that like actually love. happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, I, that sounds like a very but there's interesting a, but there's, character. You know, but there's a, it's a great character. There's a host of characters that fall into the story. Like, there's the police chief and uh, Sid's partner. Um, yeah, corrupt dis- cops, right? Yeah, because Sid is actually Ooh, a detective goody. in the homicide di- division. And so he has a partner. And then, um, you know, there's just a wide variety of political and, and police oh, figures. Politicians, yeah. yes. Now, see, I'd lo- uh, be- being Love a corrupt them. politician sounds like they, something good. Maybe good you could be mayor. You could be mayor yeah. of the town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Oh, yes, I ran as a liberal, but I, was, <laughs> I don't mind killing a few people to get a little extra stash got, for myself. I've got the perfect uh, campaign slogan for you. What's I that? just joined this Facebook group. It, it's um, to plug the Gulf Coast disaster with Sarah Palin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, I think you'll win. Yeah. Well, plug Palin. I think plug she would Palin. fit right in there. Yeah, well, who and wa- two who birds do- with one stone. Who doesn't want to plug Palin? Man? Come on. <laughs> Greg, what did I tell you about pornography on the show? <laughs> <laughs> well, as, that's just a, a double entendre. It's it's not. That could be. That could mean anything. I'm a little worried because I see a clown outside. It's uh, an evil clown. He, it's an evil he, clown. He hasn't killed anybody for two weeks now. Like uh. But he is distracting. So. Well, he, <laughs> you think <laughs> he's distracting for me too? Uh oh. Quite here frankly, he, comes. he worries here me. Comes. Oh, I'm Ah, yeah. Okay, okay thank you. <laughs> You'll get your hour. Okay. Keep oh, away. Who's this? She's cute. I like her. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Chuck. Boundaries. Oh, this guy has no has no control over himself. Yeah, this okay, is this serious. he's Stop. a demonic demon from hell. He's not even actually alive. We can't even have the guy arrested. He took over the studio one day, and so we have to pretty much tolerate him or else he'll kill us. So he, yeah, he Why killed Why didn't you let people. us know before we came? 
Got some desperate. Because it saves to, our souls. You just yeah. wanted to lure us into the lair. Yeah. Well, I'm desperate wow. for. I'm trying to make my show successful, and uh, I'm, I'll do anything. Oh. That, that's so. why they never tell the people the house is haunted, uh-huh. so they can sell it, collect yeah. their money, and walk away. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. People's lives are just not that important to me. The success of my show is everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. No. Of course, I wouldn't want you guys to get shot or anything, but. Uh, Anyway, we're about out of time on this on this show, aren't we? Duh. So, uh, well, I know. I told you, the hour goes it fast. It goes by quick. It does. does. I mean, especially when you got maniacal clowns waiting in the rings, wanting uh, to come on and do their show. Mm-hmm. And, and if you start late. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, anyway, do we have time for that? one more question? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> we can go for it. Is there? A, do you think there's a, a part for a maniacal clown in this uh, movie that you're uh, writing up right now? Absolutely not. <laughs> nope. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, Chuck. No role for you. Okay, well, anyway, thank, it's very nice thank having you guys Thank you so much for having show. me on. I really you, appreciate you it. You are very welcome. I, I, can't, I can't wait to see your, your big uh, work when you do it. All right, that's it for the Multiversal News. Uh, next week, we're going to have a lot more news for other universes. Uh, I think there's, there's a... Another universe that has completely disappeared. We don't know what has happened to it, and we're going to try to find out what's going on. And we'll all tell you about this next week. Thank you. This is all for the Multiversal News. I'm attorney Alexander Ransom. Have you been charged with a DUI or faced any other criminal charges? If you're in trouble with the law, you need a trial attorney who's aggressive, experienced, and effective. Call today for a free consultation, the law offices of Alexander Ransom. I look forward to serving you and getting your criminal charges reduced or dismissed. Call today. The law offices of Alexander Ransom. Call today.
are the best. You are the best. You're so strong. You're so strong. So much support. Oh. Our systems will rock your world. Improved curb appeal at an appealing price. Whether you want traditional, carriage house, custom wood, or even glass garage doors, we have an option that's right for you. Make the right decision. Call Precision. Problem solved. 303-566-7000. 303-566-7000. 